Welcome back to Two Sisters and a TV, the classic TV podcast where we remember and celebrate all things and everything classic TV. This is a classic TV podcast, of course, but uh, we just had to come on immediately and pay homage to the legendary, incredible, outstanding, unforgettable Tina Turner. We just found out about probably 15 minutes ago that she passed away at the age of 83 after a long illness. Um, You know, I was just so shocked by the news. We both have been so stunned because Tina Turner, her music was a big part of our childhood. I mean, of course, you know, she had all those years performing with Ike when it was Ike and Tina Turner in the 60s and the 70s. And, you know, lots of success there, you know, for her. But when she went solo and she released her private dancer album in 1984, that was a game changer for her, for music, and for so many of us. Our mom bought that album. Uh, The album was released in 1984. I can't remember the month. But, um, I mean, the album, the cover alone with those great legs of Tina's, I mean, everyone was talking about those legs and how amazing she looked. She was in her 40s at the time. And of course, in those days, in the 80s, when you were in your 40s, well, you were pretty old. And for this lady to have these amazing legs on that album cover was unbelievable. And so that had everybody talking right there within itself. Lots of tongues wagging. But, um... That album, we would listen to literally every day. I mean, we listened to both sides, you know, side A, side B, all the time. And she did a cover of Al Green's Let's Stay Together. She did She did a cover of um, I Can't Stand the Rain, which was, really, which was originally done by Ann Peebles, if I'm not mistaken, in 1973 or 74. Of course, she did Better Be Good To Me. That's my sister's all-time favorite song by her. She did um, 1984 and Private Dancer. And who in the world could forget what's love got to do with it? That song, I think, won her a Grammy Award. I know she won some American Music Awards the following year, and I think she won a couple of Grammys, too. That song, that video was all over TV. We didn't have MTV. We got MTV in 1990. That's when we got cable. Uh, We'd have to go to our family house, our grandparents' house, to to see, um, you know, cable. We didn't have it. But it didn't matter because there were so many other video shows that we had access to, thank God. I mean, yet Friday Night Videos over on NBC. And there were all these other great video uh, shows that would come on, you know, on the weekends. There was one really, really good one on one of the affiliate channels. And it was on for like two hours. And we got to see all of the newest and latest videos on that show. So we, we were never at a loss for the music videos of the day. We got to see them all. We were up to date on the videos of the day. And it was it was a great time to grow up, honestly. Um, 1984 was a stellar year for music. I mean, Bruce Springsteen released his album, Born in the USA. Stanley Lauper released her album, not to mention Prince and Purple Rain. That album went diamond. 
Um, we had all these albums. We had all of them. I mean, the Jackson Brothers, they had their Victory album and the Victory Tour. And of course, you're still hearing Thriller all the time. You know, the songs from his Thriller album, Michael Jackson's Thriller album, that is. Um, the Cars, they had Heartbeat City. Madonna broke out with her album, you know, Like a Virgin. Um, you know, that was a big, big hit for her in 84. So 1984 was one of the best years for music. Van Halen, they had Jump. And I'm probably not getting some of the album titles correct, but I'm naming the songs that were so big uh, from these artists and that were on these albums. And so, yeah, it was a wonderful, amazing, unforgettable year to, you know, for music. And I turned 13 that year. And I, that was the beginning of my teen years. And, you know, I had this really amazing birthday party. And so I have a very special uh, feeling in my heart for 1984. Um, that's the first year that my sister actually remembers pretty vividly. You know, um, the TV was good in those days. The soap operas were incredible. And it was just a great time, like I said, to grow up. It really was. And Tina Turner was a big part of that. Because, I mean, like I said, she had had success, like I said, uh, with Ike. But the success that she had beginning with Private Dancer, I mean, that success catapulted her to superstardom. And we got to see Tina Turner in 2008. Uh, she was in town. She was on tour. It was the last tour that she ever went on, as a matter of fact. If I recall correctly, that was her last tour. We almost didn't go. Because we couldn't get seats together. My sister and I, we big fans of Tina Turner, of course. We wanted to see her. I mean, T- Tina Turner. Who would not want to see Tina Turner? So that's why we forgot about the seats. Fortunately, we weren't too far apart. I mean, I sat in a, about two rows, two or three rows ahead of her, and she was, you know, in back. We could still look, you know, look, you know, see each other, of course, you know, very, very, uh, you know, um, very easily. She was amazing. I mean, it was a packed house. Concert was sold out. Well, that's why we couldn't sit next to each other. The concert was absolutely amazing. It was absolutely, I mean, it was phenomenal. She was incredible. And she did not only my sister's favorite song, but she did mine, which is River Deep Mountain High, which she recorded with Phil Spector back in 1966. The song was a number one hit over in the UK. Uh, I think it peaked at number 29 here um, in the U.S., I read about that song a couple years ago, and some people were saying that the reason why it didn't do better in the U.S. was because, well, and this is, specul- this is speculation. I mean, you know, um, some people have thought that, well, um, the orchestra, the, the 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 music, the orchestration was stellar. It was amazing. I mean. If you, just have, if you ever heard that song before, you you know you definitely need to check it out. I mean the the music alone, the orchestration, like I said, absolutely phenomenal. And then Tina's vocal, so passionate. And some people were kind of like, well, I think that uh, some people couldn't really relate to the orchestration and the vocal. I mean that's speculation. I read that in an article somewhere. Um, you know, some years ago and, um, not sure why the song was not a bigger hit over here in the U S. Uh, but it's a really terrific song and it's my favorite by her. 
And uh, it's funny because I just watched Tina Turner, Ike and Tina Turner, about maybe a month ago on YouTube. They were on The Tonight Show. And I watched the, their performance as well as their interview with Johnny Carson. They were also on The Dick Cavett Show. Um, Sally Struthers from On the Family was also on the panel with them. And they were making, you know, kind of joking about how quiet Ike was. And, of course, they were also on Soul Train in 1972. They did this all around the same time uh, for Soul Train's second season as a national television um, series. They made, um, you know, they were the guest for um, season two, fall of 1972. Um, They were the ones who were on the first episode of the second season. So, you know, they were all over the place. And of course, if you haven't seen the film, What's Love Got to Do With It? Starring the amazing Angela Bassett. And I've seen it several times. It's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's an unforgettable film. Absolutely. And uh, I haven't seen it in oh, several years now. But it's an unforgettable movie. Angela Bassett does an amazing job. Tina Turner redid, redid some of the vocals in the film. Some of the songs that were in the film, she redid the vocals, you know, um, you know, to the songs. And it's a really good movie. But uh, Tina had been ill for a while. We've been hearing about her having, um, you know, physical problems, um, you know, tabloid type information, which you don't know if you should believe it or not. But we've been hearing that she was ill. She'd lost two children recently. One of her sons took his own life and the other one died, I believe, from cancer. So Tina Turner definitely did not have an easy road. We all know about the kind of marriage that she had with Ike. And uh, as a kid, you know, she um, went through, you know, traumas as, as, a, as a kid as well, if you remember what's love got to do with it. But uh, she was absolutely a phenomenal artist. She was absolutely wonderful. You know, I mean, she she did that amazing duet with Barry White. Um, she did the uh, Thunderdome song. A lot of people don't like that song. I always liked it. We Don't Need Another Hero. That came out in 1985. I'm one of the few who like it. Uh, who likes it, rather. <laughs> uh, who likes it, rather. Um, but... Uh, yeah. And of course, many other songs that she did. Simply the Best, she did that one. Um, oh, so many other songs that Tina did after her uh, Private Dancer LP. And like I said, she was just, just a joy to listen to, a joy, the videos to watch on watching her perform on TV. And like I said, seeing her in concert was an experience that we'll never forget. We'll always treasure that. I'm so happy, happier than ever we both are. We just talked about that. We're happy we are that we saw her in concert because um, that is just a memory that we will always cherish and treasure. So our thoughts and prayers are with uh, Tina's husband, the rest of her family and loved ones and fans and admirers, peers within the industry. She had a lot of close friends, Brian Adams, you know, they did do it together. Uh, it's only love. I think that's the name of it. That, another great song. Uh, very close to Mick Jagger. You know, she and Ike opened for the Rolling Stones in the 60s, around 1968. Um, she was, you know, pretty close friends with Lionel Richie, I believe. So she had, you know, lots of uh, peers within the industry that she was very close to and who had a lot of respect for her. Beyonce, a big, big Tina Turner fan. You can definitely see that she was heavily influenced by Tina's style. 
And uh, she definitely has not shied away from the comparisons. So, uh, yeah, Tina Turner, Queen, you did amazingly well. Thank you for all that you've done for so many of us. And uh, you rest easy. And that's going to wrap up this episode of Two Sisters in a TV as we pay tribute to the amazing Tina Turner, whose real name was Anna Mae Bullock. But, uh, yeah, what a legend she is and, and was and always will be. We'll have our next episode as planned next week. We're still working on that, by the way. But it uh, will, you know, we'll drop it next week. And uh, we look forward to you joining us for that. Thank you for joining us today. And uh, we'll see you in the next episode.